This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, ladies, and welcome to Contending for the Crown. I hope you are having a wonderful day. What do you think about when you hear the word famine? Hunger? Thirst? Empty, dry fields with no crops? Famine is not a pleasant thing to think about. In Amos's day, God sent a famine unlike any other. Let's read Amos chapter 8, verses 11 and 12. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord God, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They shall wander from sea to sea, and from north to east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, but they shall not find it. Let's look for a moment at how this famine of Amos' day compares with the famine for God's word today. God imposed the famine in Amos' day, while the famine for the word today is self-imposed. This famine today is a lack of commitment or an outright ignorance to God's word. The famine of the word in Amos' day was brought about due to three influences. The first was materialism. Amos chapter 6, verses 3 through 7. O you who put far away the day of disaster and bring near the seat of violence, woe to those who lie on beds of ivory and stretch themselves out on their couches and eat lambs from the flock and calves from the midst of the stall, who sing idle songs to the sound of the harp and like David invent for themselves instruments of music who drink wine in bowls and anoint themselves with the finest oils, but are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore they shall now be the first of those who go into exile, and the revelry of those who stretch themselves out shall pass away. Secondly, they were morally corrupt. Amos chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. Thus says the Lord, For three transgressions of Israel, and for four, I will not revoke the punishment, because they sell the righteous for silver, and the needy for a pair of sandals. Those who trample the head of the poor into the dust of the earth, and turn aside the way of the afflicted, a man and his father go into the same girl, so that my holy name is profaned. They lay themselves down beside every altar on garments taken in pledge, and in the house of the and in the house of their God they drink the wine of those who have been fined. Thirdly, they were religiously corrupt. Amos chapter 8, verses 4 and 5. Hear this, you who trample on the needy and bring the poor of the land to an end, saying, When will the new moon be over, that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath, that we may offer wheat for sale, that we may make the ephah small and the shekel great, and deal deceitfully with false balances? They were only worried about making money, not about worshiping God. The famine for God's word today is brought about by these same three influences, materialism, moral corruption, and religious corruption. If we care about money more than God, or when we are corrupt in any way, we definitely aren't seeking God's word. So how do we end the famine of God's word? First, we must realize that it is an it is an individual choice to put him first in our lives. Matthew 5, verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. If we hunger and thirst for God's word, we will be satisfied.
We need to appreciate the power of God's word. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. And we need to constantly have a longing for God's word. 1 Peter 2, verses 1 through 3. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. Ladies, if your Bibles are gathering dust or your Bible apps haven't been opened in a long time to study God's Word, then you are in a famine of God's Word. We need to be studying God's Word to grow and gain knowledge and wisdom. God doesn't want us to just be stagnant. Like we just read in 1 Peter 2, we should long for the pure spiritual milk, but we can't stop there. We must grow in Christ and be able to eat solid food, the meat of God's Word, 1 Corinthians 3 verse 2 and Hebrews 5 12 through 14. I pray today that you all are thriving and studying God's Word, and if you are struggling, I pray that you will take these steps to end the famine. God loves us and wants us to be in His Word daily. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have enjoyed the lesson. Until next time, remember to always and in every way be contending for the crown. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.